0: a brand new episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, I'm Elio, he's Ben. Ben, what's going on?
1: Not too much, man. Not too much. Thank you for jumping on a little early. I was getting a little tired, so I was concerned I might not make it on a really so... late show. So thanks for jumping on a little early. Yeah, we start early. We finish early. Well... And that was the goal, so so um, it works out well. Yep. um so personally, I'm actually quite good I, uh, I I was able to get a lot of uh, relaxation as well as some good quality working as well oh. uh, this week and I, and I also um was able to catch up, catch some really good movies. Oh, um, would you watch? so the first one was. Uh, The Irishman with Robert De Niro. Oh, oh okay.
0: I have that on. I have that downloaded on my computer, uh, because I uh, got it a while back. I still have to watch it. How was it?
1: Oh uh, well, well. let me let me be the first to highly highly recommend that you skip your your you know horror movie perusing and your 2B perusing, and and watch watch The Irishman. All right, it's, it's tremendous. You know, um, you, you know it's based on a book,
0: right? Yes, yeah, it's awesome. The guy who uh, supposedly
1: uh, killed Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, um, and um, you know, and, and in adi- speaking of Jimmy Hoffa, the in addition to De Niro and Pesci, P- Al Pacino plays um, Jimmy Hoffa, and the movie, oh, and wow. it's, it's just. The movie is tremendous. You know, okay, if you, if you like The Godfather and you like Goodfellas, you'll love this. It it it's just absolutely tremendous. And and then some of the other movies that I caught um this week were um any given Sunday. Oh yeah,
0: another Al Pacino. I've seen that one big movie.
1: Yeah, and then um the only other one was uh. I think uh what what was the other one? It was it was another it was another football one but oh yes the replacement with Piers. I was about to say. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Um so I've been quite busy with the movie watching. Like those, you-
0: those are better than the garbage I was watching. <laughs> What is wrong with me? Yes, I. Yes, <laughs> and, then, I and then I scared the crap out
1: of you with my posters. Uh, yeah, sorry. yeah, it was. Uh, it was some kind of mix between uh, Freddy Krueger and the after effects of Bonnie and Clyde when they got uh, when they got blown to bits in their car.
0: Well, actually that one, uh, the, I, I've i never seen this one, the one I had on my uh, picture when you logged in, I've never seen that one. I, I found that when I was looking up another movie, but before we uh, logged on, thank you for saving me from this really terrible movie called Alice in Murderland.
1: Are you, uh, are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> what? Elio, please tell me that's a joke. There's not not really a movie called Alice in Murderland, is there?
0: There is a movie called Alice in Murderland. Uh, And you know what? I will show you the picture right now. I I can't make this stuff up.
1: So here we go. On the fly research. Yeah, let me pull you back up on my screen. Hold on.
0: I can't make this oh, stuff. Are you ready? Yeah. I can't make that up. Look, Alice in Wonderland.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ! Now let me review. Let me review the synopsis.
0: It's Alice's yeah. birthday, and her sorority girlfriends throw her a themed party. Everyone comes as their favorite sexy character from Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the oh, Lord <laughs> the Jabberwocky wasn't invited and brings
1: murder and mayhem to the girls' night out. It sounds, it sounds like a bad <laughs> porno parody. What the hell, <laughs> Let me tell you something. You want to know how bad this movie is? How bad
0: is it? Take a guess on a uh, scale of 1 to 10 how many stars this movie got. One? One point nine out of ten. That's how bad this movie is.
1: Well, that's that's not a stretch based on the um, based on the description you just gave me. But
0: see, what I do is when I when I encounter like really garbage movies like that, I I don't necessarily stop and sit down and watch it. I just let it play in the background. So I'm like, you know what, I got. I crossed off my list. I can say that it's done.
1: Okay. Very good. Plus,
0: plus it gives me content to create movie posters.
1: Well, absolutely, and um, you know, I actually I don't waste time watching bad movies if I know it's bad. Right. But it's like, you know, when I watch a bad movie and I'm starting to get the impression that it's bad, I turn it off. Like, you... You have much more patience than I do because it's like, <laughs> it's like oh, if, I, if if I'm not enjoying something, it's it's much like re- it's much like wrestling, folks. And I I promise yep. you, we'll, we'll get I'll to the get wrestling, it, yeah. wrestling in just a minute. I promise you. Um, but um, you know, if I'm not enjoying a movie within like the first twenty, twenty five, thirty minutes, 30 yep. I t- t- I turn it off. You know. It's like it's like I'll will turn the the I don't turn wrestling off because I I have to do I I like to do this podcast for you guys and hang out with Elio and I take my responsibility very seriously but I'd be lying to you if I don't turn the volume down on my commentary especially when it comes to uh, Kevin Patrick. Oh and my like- god, he is so boring. And like, it, but and we'll get into that, you know, on the on the raw review, which you're gonna jump into in just a minute. But like, it used to be even worse, like in the old days. Like, remember how bad Mike Adamley was? Yeah. And and um, you know, more, more recently, Adnan Burke, and so <laughs> you know, Jimmy Smith was slightly better because he had an MMA background. Um with Bellator, but even that wasn't, wasn't like, too much better. Like they need to switch uh, Byron Saxon and Kevin Patrick around. It,
0: it, he's so boring.
1: Well well, it's just I mean, I would rather I would rather watch Paint Dry. While eating cornflakes, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs>
2: God,
1: uh, call Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so, you know, it's just you know. I mean, who wants to do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, SmackDown. I love
0: SmackDown. We parents.
1: Yeah his his commentary is so good. Yep. Um uh, I particularly um I particularly enjoy his interactions with Selena Vega on commentary. Yeah. Um you know cuz like they get to they get to team up on Cole which I always find hilarious. <laughs> yep. Um, Oh, and and actually, speaking of Cole, real quick, and then I promise you, we'll jump into the actual substance of the of the shows because we have four of them to cover, uh, to, uh this week. Um, speaking of Cole, I caught a recent interview that he did, um, on the uh, Pat McAfee show. Oh, okay. Um, a few weeks back, and I've come to the conclusion about Cole that surprised me elio he has a lot more charisma and personality than i ever knew he had oh wow he 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 must have really been you know crunched under the thumb of of vince mcmahon in terms of his style of commentating because i'll tell you i'll tell you something man he came off as engaging as funny and as as happy you know and as as if he was enjoying himself talking about professional wrestling as i have ever encountered michael cole now, you know, obviously he has a good, really good relationship with Pat McAfee, but, but it was still, I was very much taken aback by Michael Cole's enthusiasm for professional wrestling now that he's not under the thumb of Vince McMahon. Now, he didn't say anything negative about Vince. He actually gave Vince a lot of credit as Vince, you know, quite frankly, Vince still should be given a lot of credit, in my opinion, for a lot of different things, um, WWE related. But, you know, it was just, um, i don't, when I think of Michael Cole, I don't necessarily think of, like, fun, energized TV. I think of, like, the much more serious, um, you know, broadcast journalism guy that's on WWE TV. Like the news guy that he used to be before he came into the company. Like he used to cover like war zones before he came into the company. I don't know if anybody knew that, but actually that's what he did before he joined WWE back in ninety seven. So it was it was just very interesting to see a different side of him. Oh. But anyway, I will finally relinquish the floor to Elio to start his review of Monday Night Raw. Elio, what do you have? This was a fun show. I 100% agree with you.
0: Raw oh, was, uh, my sh- Raw was my A show for the week. The the okay the opening segment with the Becky Lynch and that brawl with Damage Control all the way out to the back. Yeah, that, was, that that was a great way to start the show.
1: Yeah, it, it was it was it was much more interesting than the usual uh formulaic beginnings to a uh, Monday Night Raw. And now my high points I gave
0: to Mia Yum and Mia Ripley. Mia Yum. Uh, Mia
1: Yum. Uh, well, absolutely. And um I, I I see what you did there. And actually, um Interesting tidbit about the um about the backstage brawl. I've I've talked about this guy several times on the podcast because he's part of the uh, wrestling company that I'm associated with, the Elite Pro Wrestling Alliance. Uh, Brandon Scott was actually part of the uh, part of the um, security force. He was he was the guy that was actively holding Becky Lynch back. Totally like. That-
0: and also another friend of mine on Facebook, Bill Bain was there as well.
1: Oh, okay. He was yeah. part of security as well.
0: I'll yeah, send cool. you a picture in case you don't know. No, who I, I know
1: is. who I know who Bill Bain is. Yeah. I mean, I've, I I don't I don't think I've ever um, I've I've never run across him, but um, yeah, I, I know who he is from like, you know the the indie scene, but yeah. yeah. You know, so it's it's always fun because you know I have talked to Brandon many times and consider him a friend, so it's always cool um, to to see him on on a big stage like that. So shout out to him for sure.
0: Uh, and then uh, we have, and then my next one is uh, Judgment Day in the OC. That uh, six eight, eight now you know I'm not a fan of all these eight person tag matches, but this wasn't bad. Well and,
1: nine, thinking, nine go
0: on. I'm sorry, go ahead. I am freaking Ria Ripley beating up on Carl Anderson. <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, that, that yeah, that was funny. <laughs>
0: and it was good to see the Street Profits back. Uh they went up against Alpha Academy.
1: Yeah, um I'm I'm really excited about um about Montez Ford being back. Yeah. Um he uh he he was sorely missed by by the guy who's currently talking right now, uh, me, um, <laughs> um, you know, and and the thing is, the tag team division on on Raw definitely needed um the uh the street profits, yep. and um and I think. I think they had an interesting dynamic, especially when you're talking about the, the Alpha Academy, because that not only are those guys fantastic when it comes to comedy, but you know, all four of those guys can actually wrestle very, very, very well. Um, so I, I'm always down for that, and um, I want to see, I want to see where these guys go in the future. Now, I really hope now that now that the street profits are back on tv now i i really hope now that triple h is in charge we can stop with the teases of the street profits breaking up because i don't i don't think anybody want wanted that or wants that now nope so hopefully hopefully that's not a route that they go down and the last two high
0: points I had uh, Candice LeRae the Corday and uh, the main event Kevin Owens and Jay Uso. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, the only one low point that Dexter Loomis and the Miz because I'm just done with this story.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it, I want I 100% agree with the low point wise because it's just who gives a fuck about the Miz? <laughs> the Miz putting a, a clamp on Dexter Loomis' head. It's just, it's so stupid, you yes? know. It, it's like um, it, it it's, it's You know, you know what it reminded me of. What? You know, it's it's gonna be a running theme for this show. Okay. You know, uh, the the um the title of this show might as well be Pesci's progression at this point because we're gonna have another Joe Pesci reference on this oh, show. Yeah, we, ha- oh. we haven't even been running for twenty minutes. But do you remember that scene in Casino where he puts the the guy's head in, in the vice? I forget the guy's name, but he's trying to get the the name of the of the of the gangster who was yeah. trying who was trying to like encroach on their territory or something. Yeah. And the and, and the guy's getting his eye popped out of his fucking head because. Yeah. The, because of the vice, and the guy finally goes, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's Joey M, it's Joey, like, you know, or, um, I, I think that's what he said. I'll have to look that up, but he, he finally gave a, gave a name, and, and (laughs) Pesci was like, are you fucking kidding me? You took all this punishment? And, (laughs) for that guy? <laughs> you know, you know, put this fucking guy out of his misery, and then they finally cut the guy's throat, but it's just, you know, not to get vicious and vile on tonight's show, but it's just, um, you know, but it's like, you know, what the what the fuck is Dexter women's <laughs> head doing in a goddamn vice? I don't know, but then he stands up, and the business is like, how? Ow! <laughs> like,
0: how? Yeah, he didn't even have it on uh, completely tight.
1: How? Like, come on. Well, and wrestling and vice maneuvers don't end very well because remember when the great Kali had Rey Mysterio in the vice and almost yeah, po- popped his head like a watermelon? yep you know, um what was coming out of his mouth and shit?
0: Yo. Yeah. Alright, so basically what, um, okay. oh, oh, so no, what, what
1: do you have to add or whatever. Okay. Oh uh, so clearly my thoughts are Oh wait wait
0: what do you have to add? high point, low point.
1: Oh okay. Um okay. So um first first and uh, foremost I would have to say um, the main event, absolutely. Um, I w- usually I'm right there with you with the eight-man tag matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't like those. Um, but did this one um with um with Judgment Day. and see, did really um really well for me. I love the, the return of the street profits. Yep. Um and uh that that was pretty much it for the um high points. Um low points. I had um the Miz segment because or the Miz match because like you said, who the fuck cares? Yep. Um and then uh yeah yeah that was that was about it bud you know I, over over actually you know what i will add one more i'm going to i'm going to put rhea ripley versus mia yim as a low point oh okay Right. For a couple, well, for a couple different reasons, and, and, okay. and not because I disagree with you over, over Michin Mia Young, because she, she is exactly that. Okay. But, um, but first of all, this Michin shit has got to go. First of all, I'm glad, I'm glad they're not using that as her actual name anymore. So... That's a small improvement. But but the other thing, too, is she's not really helping her cause as to why she was brought into the OC in the first place. Okay. Because let's think about this. Her first match back um, was against Dana Brooke. Mm-hmm. And obviously that was a squash match. She got the victory, but it, it's against Dana fucking Brooke. Who gives a shit? That doesn't that doesn't mean a goddamn thing. And then you know every time that she has has come face to face with Via Ripley, it's either been interrupted or or whatever, and degenerated into a brawl, which led to the to to this uh. Six or eight-man tag match at the end of at the end of this singles match between Ripley and Mia Yim, um, because there was a brawl at ringside between all of the remaining members of the respective fashion respective factions. Now, but my my major problem is why? But why hasn't Mia Yim at least looks strong in some capacity here. I I feel like Rhea at some point needs to take a loss or look like she's about to take a loss to to Mia in order to make her look like a legitimate threat to solving the Rhea problem. Because right now she has not even come close to solving the the real problem. So what value does she add to to the OC? Now I realize it's early on in Mia Yim's return, and I love having her back. Don't get don't get me wrong. It's just logically when you bring somebody the caliber of a Mia Yim back, and she's introduced by you know um you know gallows and Anderson and A j Styles you expect a more immediate impact, and she hasn't had that at all. She's just another she's just another body in the brawl all right you know it it doesn't you know so that that doesn't really do anything for me okay um but in in terms of um monday night roll that was about it all right so Um, go on no you're good all right so
0: we can we're gonna move on to nxt or what do you say we're going to commercial first
1: uh yeah floods.
0: all right so fans will be back we will be back shortly
1: and we are back, ladies and gentlemen, and indeed, we have a rarity on the podcast. I never do the NXT reviews because, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, if you're a, a viewer of any reasonable lens, um, I don't do NXT because I just, I can't put myself through that now. Based on recent analytics that came through um, just a few days ago and over the last couple months, um, I do understand that we have a large number of new listeners. So let me uh, double back a little bit and and give you the the um, cliff notes version of why I don't cover uh, NXT. Just in. Two sentences, um, I am an NXT OG, this version of NXT sucks. <laughs> it is an abomination, shouldn't exist. I'm not, you know, yeah. Now- It's not Michael's fault. Uh, and, and I read those reports and if, if that is true, then something needs to be done here. Well, yeah, because... he actually uh, said
0: that uh, it's it's uh, all on him. Uh, the uh, 2.0, the uh, because why the reason for it being so bad
1: was because well, I... it
0: was him. It was his words.
1: Well, I didn't see that interview, but but first of all, respect for, respect on him for taking the the blame. But something needs to be done. If, if he's acknowledging that he can't book NXT or or just isn't a good bucker, then something needs to be done because we can't wait for him to 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 have his learning curve. Yep. Because it's been over a year now and this shit sucks. And I know we had the reboot, folks. I know because I know i just said i don't watch this shit but i i do keep an eye on it because as a responsible podcaster i do have to understand what's going on uh in the wrestling realm all corners and um you know so going into deadline the last special of the year i wanted to tune in and kind of get a feel for what was going on now One last comment before we get into the review of NXT. Elio and I were talking before we came on the air uh, this evening, and we are very unsure of whether or not we're going to cover Deadline or Ring of Honor, a final battle, both of which take place on December tenth. Now, and Ring of Honor takes is a final battle takes place at four p.m. Which so pretty much these 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 specials, pay per view, and then a special are taking place back to back. Yep. And I, lo- I look I looked at these cards like last night, right? Okay. Well, I I look. I looked at the Ring of Honor one. I, I haven't looked at an updated version of the NXT one yet. I, I can actually I can pull up. that up while
0: you're talking.
1: Okay, well, that would help. So, so as of right now, uh, you know, seven, I think seven days away from this. Yeah, seven days away from... From the NXT show, we had or uh, from the Ring of Honor show. Excuse me, I'm all tongue tied. Um, we have two matches announced. Two. Wow. Uh, that is that is the Ring of Honor World Title match and the the Ring of Honor Pure Championship match, which was just um, which was just solidified on this past edition of, of dynamite which is wheel or Utah versus uh daniel garcia for the pure championship wow ben yeah
0: how many matches does final battle have already signed two and they see deadline has three i'm looking at right now
1: okay okay and what are they
0: so we have Carmelo Hayes versus JD McDonough versus Grayson Waller versus Joe Gacy versus a wild card winner in the men's Iron Survivor.
1: And then we have the women's one. Why and then we have the,
0: the women's with Zoe so star Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, Keanu James, and the wild card winner. And then we have Brownbreaker and Apollo Crews.
1: Well, I and the only one of those that I'm interested in is is the NXT championship match. Um, you know, I just I don't care. And that and that is no disrespect to anybody um participating on the NXT card or the Bram Honor card. Um, especially uh the um the ROH world title match. It's just you can't give me two matches. A week ahead of time and and ha- and have me go go into your pay per view and expect me to pay fifty bucks, you know, and only have two matches a week before the show. You, you can't do that, and and that is Tony Khan's problem. Mm-hmm. That's the ROH problem that is co- that is constantly leaking into AEW television since since the. Coked out, and, and I maybe I shouldn't say this, but you couldn't, you cannot convince no, me. Oh, say folks. it. Who cares? You, you can, you. Well, I'm going to say it because this is my show. Trust me, I don't edit myself. But you cannot convince me, folks, that on the night that Tony Khan made that announcement that he had purchased Ring of Honor, that he wasn't high on coke or something, but he wasn't <laughs> high on something. I nope. don't know for I don't know for a fact if it was coke. I've never done Ill, illicit drugs of any sort in my entire life. Um but um but that being that being said, that that boy was high on something. <laughs> yeah.
0: I okay, you know what, Ben? Speaking of Tony Khan. Did you did you read the trademarks that Chris Jericho filed for?
1: No, I have no I did not. What filed are for
0: I? three three uh new names. Three new names. And what are what are they? The staying
1: Oh my god, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Christery? Oh,
1: Jesus. And number three, seltzer-dan. Oh, seltzer-dan.
0: No, seltzer-man.
1: Oh, my God, that's terrible. Uh, uh, What, what, what? Why? Okay, well, this is is interesting. Um, Okay, well, apparently we're going to have to eat our words here, folks, because um, as... Elio was going over uh Chris Jericho's most recent trademarks. Um I was doing some additional research on the Ring of Honor uh pay-per-view. Um and apparently there have been more more matches added. And oh, yeah, is,
0: they happen on rampage bet. Uh yeah,
1: because because this one was um this, this report was 19 hours ago, and of course, yeah. um, of course, you know, um rampage is recorded after after Dynamite and we haven't seen Rampage yet, obviously. So as of right now, the updated card the updated card for um for the pay-per-view is this. So as I mentioned, we have the ROH pure title match as Daniel Garcia versus Leo Yuna. We have the world title match as Chris Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli, We have a women's championship match, Mercedes Martinez versus Athena. The ROH World Television Championship match. Once again, why does Samoa Joe have two titles? Samoa Joe versus the luckiest son of a bitch on the planet. Mr. Tony Storm, Juice Robinson, you you lucky bastard! <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
0: Sh- Shane Taylor versus Keith Lee. No, oh, Shane, I, I'm not a fan of Shane Taylor. Why is that? I don't know. I just uh, something about him. Just, uh, the character. I don't know. Uh, I haven't really seen much, so I can't really say I'm not. A, I'm a, I'm not a fan because I haven't really seen. Much of his matches.
1: Well, Shane Taylor and uh, Keith Lee have history, so I'm.
0: Yeah, they awesome. were in our. He doing our ROH, I
1: Yeah, they were in ROH together as a tag team. Yeah. Um. So um. So yeah, that's gonna be cool. Okay, so I I am slightly more interested now, but but still. Yeah you know you're you're airing this show you know five days before the pay-per-view and you know this is this is a this is a problem this is still a problem my criticisms still still you know hold weight and you know as we'll get into um as we'll get into on the dynamite review, which which Elio is gonna take, but I'm gonna sprinkle my color, my colorful commentary like like ice cream sprinkles and all sorts of What? Sh- <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna, it's, gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be delightful, trust me. But well, we these, have to get to NXT first though. Yeah, I know. But getting back to, to NXT, um, and uh our our delightful friend mr Shawn michaels uh who did not do such a delightful job on this oh, truck that was like so
0: bad that was terrible that segment was just the worst freaking what was but i learned a blaze what was she even doing there she even said she doesn't watch nxt well, well, well okay
1: we'll we'll get to that in a minute yeah go ahead okay so so the first match And and God bless bless Roxanne Perez, because I truly believe that she has a really big potential to be something huge. But Indy Hartwell versus Roxanne Perez, no, no, no. Now that Indy Hartwell is not associated with Dexter Lemus, you know, since Since Dexter Loomis got lit up with the red and blue lights and gave her that, you know, farewell kiss, Indy Hartwell minus love kissed her career goodbye because she sucks. This this version of Indy Hartwell sucks. Um, And, uh, die, Jack. Dominic Dijakovic is back, ladies and gentlemen. Donovan ben, Dijakovic what, do you, what do you think of this look? This is look? back. Um, well, let's go to the positives first. Let me bask in the glory. Okay. No, it's not Keith Lee. Although I, I wish we were still basking in the glory of NXT Keith Lee. Believe me. Um. Even though I love him on on AEW, I'm not bashing Keith Lee in any fashion. Um, but let me just let me just enjoy the moment of having Dijak back on my TV screen, not in a retribution situation. Oh. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: Are you all right? It's glorious, folks. It's glorious.
1: <laughs> Should we bring Robert Root to <laughs> back? Well, unfortunately, he had a neck fusion surgery uh, recently. I so saw that. I think, unfortunately for Robert Root, I think he's done. Um, but it, um, so um, that really sucks for him. But mm. Honestly, at this point, I'm I'm more concerned about his long-term health than I am about him returning to a wrestling ring. Yeah. Um but um you know this is a this is a squash match. Uh Dante Chen seems to exist on NXT for the purpose of squash matches. Um but you know, okay, so let's we talk about my happiness about Dijak, jack and and I'm willing to give this character a try, uh, a fair chance because of my legitimate admiration for Dyshack as a as a wrestler. Okay? okay. Okay. Now, with all that being said, his promo sucked. His promo was oh. Charlotte Flair level robotic and bad. That was that after the match. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, n- no, no, no. But what we know?
0: about the wrestling? Because this is not the the Donovan judge week that we remember.
1: Well, well, no, you're absolutely right. It's not. However, however, this was a hard match to judge because it was just a squash match that lasted less than four minutes. So it's hard to judge a match that's Yeah, less I than,
0: said three forty eight. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, so it's hard to judge a match that's less than four minutes. Yeah but your but your point is absolutely well made. Um but yeah, this, this promo work, no, nah, no. Nah. You you know, you can't look like you know, the Terminator and talk like that. No. Yeah. No. Nah, nah. He looks like he took promo class from Arnold Schwarzenegger back in nineteen, <laughs> you know, back in the nineteen eighties. I can't do it. I, I mean, I know, I, I know Arnold made, made a pit stop in in the WWE back in ninety nine, but I, you know, I can't do it. Okay. All right, and then we have match wise. Well, actually, actually, we have. I'm sorry. Let me back up a little bit. We have J.D. McDonough coming to the Diamond Dojo. Why? Why? Why is the Diamond Line still a thing? Why? I don't know. Because we don't have Roger Strong. We don't have Damon Kemp. You only have the Creed brothers, who are who have massive potential, and I really like the Creed brothers. Don't get me yep. wrong. Yep. They're absolutely. I like Ivy Nile, too. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um But but why are why are they, why are we still running with this um diamond mine business? I mean, I, I, you, really. I mean, you don't even have Malcolm Bivens. There there is no diamond mine for fuck's sake. I, I don't understand it. Um, and so, JD McDonough, who's, in my opinion, is one of the top guys in, in NXT right now, I so, love... So I
0: have a question, is, is he supposed to be a face now or something? He's like helping the
1: Creed Brothers? Can someone, okay, this is a perfect segue into my next question. You took the question right out of my mouth, Elio. I was going to ask you that. You watch NXT on a daily basis. I did is, is JD McDonough supposed to be a face now? What the hell is well, happening?
0: Well, well that's why like I watch it and like for as long as I've been watching it to, for, I've always known JD McDonough to be a heel so now like why am I so these have face with no explanation for the
1: term. I just I don't understand it. I okay. Uh, you know, okay, whatever. Um and then, and, and then okay, and and then while I'm still trying to wrap my head around JD McDonough as a baby face, which I think at this point is a horrible idea. I'm not saying you can ever do it, but at this point it's a horrible idea. You have share lined up as their next opponent. Holy yeah. crap. No. Please, God, no. Who in the hell wants to see the creeds versus in the share? I do. Okay, okay. <laughs> ladies and <ladies>, gentlemen, <laughs> you
0: know what? I'm gonna beat
1: myself for that. Thank you. Thank you. Elio, Elio is on timeout. We cannot hear Elio cannot. So we are going to he has removed his headphones. He is on he is on timeout just like his niece would be if she misbehaved while visiting her uncle Elio. Sophia would be ashamed of your Uncle Elio. Why would you? <laughs> Why would you? I good lord. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> I. You know what? to see that match? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, have some standards for Sophia's sake. Good lord. Um. So, uh, next up, we go to the quote unquote Hall of Fame panel to decide. The <laughs> That was stupid. Mm-hmm. Go on. To to decide the participants in both the men and women's um, Iron Survivor Challenge matches. Which to me at at this point and and once again folks, it, it's important to it's important to remind you that I don't watch NXT. So so this, this is why I'm I'm referring to L.E.O. on 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 some of these points and I'm going to refer to him again on this one. But they are trying to push off um, to or to pull off this Iron Survivor Challenge concept as if it's a never-before-seen concept. Now, to me, Elio, and this is where I want to get your opinion, does this or does it not look a lot like a championship scramble situation because to me that's what the rules are reading like well you know what
0: i'm on the wikipedia page for deadline and i just clicked on the link for iron survivor challenge and it took me to another page where it has the headline i survivor challenge and in the paragraph it has championship scramble it says it contains elements of the Championship Scramble, Iron Man, and King of the Mountain matches.
1: Okay, so, so, okay, there you go. you want
0: me to read the whole paragraph? Yes, uh, absolutely, please do. Okay. <clears throat> so WWE's NXT features a match called the Iron Survivor Challenge, in which one of the wrestlers are eliminated. I mean in which none of the wrestlers are eliminated, excuse me. Two wrestlers start the match and every five minutes another wrestler enters until all five participants are present. After the last wrestler enters, there is a predetermined time limit. Each time a wrestler scores a pinfall submission or being the victim of a disqualification, they gain a point and the wrestler they pin, submit, or who is disqualified, then goes into a penalty box for ninety seconds. The winner of the match is the wrestler who scores the most falls at the end of the time limit. It contains elements of the championship scramble, Iron Man, and Impact Wrestling's King of the Mountain matches.
1: Do we know? Okay, well that makes a little bit more sense. Um, so I, I wasn't just um, imagining things, thinking nope. of the. Thinking of the championship scramble when I heard this. Okay. Yep. Um. Okay. Well, I don't feel as stupid now. So thank you for that. Um. Not as stupid as what you had to mute yourself for just a few
2: minutes.
1: Ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. Educated, educated questions is the theme of the of the of the night for the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Um. So, so as I was saying, we go to this meeting of Hall of Famers to determine the participants for both the men's and women's Iron Survivor Challenges match, or matches. And I'll tell you what; these were painful to sit through. Uh, as much as as much as respect as I have for for all involved, Shawn Michaels Road Dog X Pac, as you mentioned, and I respect her as well, Elantra Blaze. She's a Paul Heyman girl, and I've i since done a lot more research on Elantra Blaze, seen some of her matches, and I do think she's criminally underrated. Uh, speaking of criminally underrated, Molly Holly, um but um they're picking the five entrants and and I'll tell you what, their their back and forth here was just painful. I can't even describe it folks. No. It was just it was just you know, I'm in a wheelchair, okay. I I have experienced a lot of physical agony in my life and and I am not a victim of it. Ben Yeah. Okay. Be,
0: keep going, I'll be, I'll be
1: right back. Okay. And, and ladies and gentlemen, I, I assure you, I am not a victim of anything, but I was a victim of of this sit down with these five individuals just as much as any of the viewers that were watching NXT, because this was absolutely awful. Um, and I'm sure Elio will agree with me once he gets back under the headset. I was just I was just describing to the people, Elio, that um, you know I have I have undergone a lot of pain um, a, as a result of my disability, and all. Even though I'm not a victim of anything, I was a victim along with the rest of the NXT universe of having to sit through these me, these meetings with these yep. five individuals. Yep. Um. So, unfortunately, this was not the only segment uh, because we we have to get the final decision later on in the evening. So,
0: oh, I think I must have missed that part. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, next up, we have Grayson Waller versus Duke Hudson. Now, who asked for this match? I have no idea. Be- because, you know, I remember... I remember Duke Hudson debuting like he was going to be a big deal and now he's like a fucking jobber. And, and Elio, you'll El- 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 have to explain that evolution to me because how that happened, I don't fucking know.
0: I couldn't tell you. I mean, one minute he's like playing poker with Kevin Grimes. Oh. And, 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 and the next he's
1: uh being a cheerleader for Andre Chase University. Are they gonna are are they training him to to uh, join up with Baron Corbin and JBL in their backstage segments? I hope not. Are, oh. they, are, are they gonna replace Are they gonna replace Akira Tozawa with with this guy? Oh, I, I just don't I just don't get
0: too content. But um, Ben, I have a question. What's that? Because, okay, now for last week's question, we asked them thoughts on Chase U, okay? Yeah. And having, uh, having, um, I was, when I was doing the poster, I was looking up pictures of Andre Chase, like the the right uh, picture uh, he is. Yeah. Let me ask you, have you ever heard of the Bravado brothers?
1: No, I have not.
0: So they, the Bravado brothers were, part of Evolve Wrestling, you had Harlan and Lancelot Bravado. So Andre Chase is one half of that tag team. Okay. Yeah, so I mean like, I thought this guy was just another like regular new name they signed, apparently he was an Evolve. Okay, well that gives
1: him a little bit more credibility. Oh. I personally have never liked the, the Andre Chase character. It kind of reminds me of a of a less entertaining Matt Stryker kind of character. Or a less or a slightly more entertaining uh, Professor Shane Douglas character. Okay. Um, um, you know. But um, you know, I just I've never really understood where they're going with Andre Chase. And these and and these classroom segments are terrible. They yeah. just make me want to stick chalk in my eye. However,
0: I, I like the IHL, especially when she wanted to get her heads so on Grace and Waller backstage. Yeah. Come on, that was that part was funny, and it's the only reason I put it as a high point, otherwise I could care less about Chase you. Well
1: that's understandable, because I just, you know, even as a part-time viewer of JCO, I just don't understand it. But believe me, we're going to get through the rest of NXT before the, the time runs out. This mm-hmm. time, it went very quickly. Between Elio having to mute himself and my rant on NXT, I burned a lot of the time. I'm sorry. But not really, because that was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, um... So, next up, we have... Oh, what was next? Hold on, let me see. It was
0: Fell in the Handling and I changed, and this was stupid.
1: Oh, who gives a shit? That, that was right, terrible. They're, 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 they're feuding over a bar. I mean, I, I mean, look, they're both trying, but it's not working. No, nope, it's not. Uh, uh, I, 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 you know... I'm not saying they're horrible. They're, they're they're better than Dana Brooke for fuck's sake. Um,
0: Tesha Price, come on. I, who's Tasha
1: Price? I don't know who that is.
0: She was in AEW. That's Fallon Henley.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yep. Um. So then, oh, god, oh, god. So this was moving on because that the previous match was just absolutely terrible. Speaking of absolutely terrible, I can only imagine that Toxic Attraction is on their way out of NXT because it's like, what else can they do? Yeah. Um. But, but the one thing that I take away from this match. Nikita Lyons completely missed. I don't know what she was going for, whether it was some sort of kick or something, but she she just completely missed. She didn't even hit the hit the rope. The she she
0: hit... skipped three matches.
1: Oh oh, did I? I'm sorry. Did I? Okay, you can
0: keep going with the main event, and then I'll go back to the ones we missed. Oh.
1: Yeah, I I'm, I'm sorry. I I must have uh, I must have just skipped down uh too far. Uh, no, so no, it's all right.
0: To go on with the main event, then we'll go back and then do those ones.
1: Okay. Um yeah, but but more importantly, I just um what? I'm, I'm trying Uh-oh. I'm just, No, no, I'm sorry. I I got this wrong. That, that was I don't think that was the the main event. Um, oh, oh, no, that wasn't me, that was the main event, yeah. Oh, what was it? Oh, okay, yeah, a- that was any, anywho, I'm I'm sorry, my computer had a boo boo, but it kind of froze for a second, and then okay, so let's, let's just start here. Um, so this match was very confusing, uh, for me okay. because. Nikita Lyons, she still needs a lot of work, and I, I, I really, I really find Kenton Zero and Carter to be very endearing. I, I, I really want them to succeed. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think they're there yet. So overall, this match was just uh, not there for me. Um, okay. But, um, but you know, it, it, I think the main problem with it was the fact that it was a main event, you know, and that one spot with Nikita the Lions was so laughable. It was like this. It, it was like really. It it was it was that bad. So with that with that image in your head. Well, it can't be that bad. It's, it's Nikita the Lions.
0: I mean, come but, on, Your
1: former Wow uh, wrestler. But with that being said, we'll we'll step aside before our producer kicks us off. We no. know, we know, I know. I'm sorry. Shut up. We'll be right back, folks. So now, ladies and gentlemen, I have the unique displeasure. Of backing up on the NXT card because my computer wanted to skip NXT almost as much as I do on a weekly basis. <laughs> um, and, uh, but the next match we have to talk about was the um, Javier Bernal versus Axiom. I have, to and, have a question for you. What do you think of this Javier Bernal? I I haven't seen enough of him to render an opinion. Okay. However, based on what I've seen, eh, I don't know.
0: I did like his backstage interaction with Mackenzie Mitchell. Her reactions were hilarious. It's not so much him because his characters are stupid, but it's uh, her reactions were funny.
1: Yeah, I mean, so is she smitten is she with him or something?
0: Apparently, I, I I think that's where they're going with this. I'm not sure.
1: Because, cause, I mean, they're already doing the smitten story line with Emma and Mad Cat Moss, but, I mean, they're dating in real life, I yeah. think. So. Well,
0: that's on uh, SmackDown, so I guess this is an NXT's version.
1: But, anywho, not that I really care. You know, I'm, this isn't Inside Edition. This is professional <laughs> wrestling. Oh, what? <laughs> um... <laughs> But anyway, moving on. So we have, like I said, Javier and Bernal versus Axiom. Mm -hmm. And I really like Axiom slash A-Kid. And uh, I almost wish that this this had gotten more time. Um, I mean, it wasn't the best match, but I just, I enjoy Axiom. So I wanted to see more. The high, the high point for me was actually the segment between Apollo Cruz and Braun Breaker, um, in the diner. Um, yeah. I I I think it was just a nice change of pace, um, versus the typical in-ring promo, and um, you know it just felt like more like realistic and spontaneous and. You know, just just really made it feel like more. I don't. I don't want to say organic because that's a word I hate. But it it just felt more. Yeah, um, like yes. 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 It didn't. I think the word I'm looking for was was unscripted. But yes, natural works even better All right. um and then uh julius creed um Julius creed versus uh j d McDonough um you know you're not gonna go wrong with these two guys, but why the fuck why the fuck didn't this match end with a dq <laughs> and <laughs> Furthermore, we'll get we'll get back to the DQ in just a minute. But furthermore, folks, why in the hell is rear Mahan getting involved? And I know because we covered it earlier on in the show. I know, I know. And the share of the Creed Brothers, I get it, I know. But do we have to see it twice in one night?
2: I don't want to see this. Nobody cares. And
1: and if you act like you care about in the share versus versus the green brothers, can you please remove yourself and remove your
2: ears from this podcast? Please kindly exit the Zoom room. (laughs) Hit
1: the red X at the top of the screen, please. Because I don't want that kind of negativity in my life. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. Good God! In the show versus the creeds, is it's not a big deal, okay? Let's, because let's break this down, folks. Okay, uh, uh. Well, let's let let's split these two tag teams and tell the truth about both of them. Okay, the Creed brothers are a big fucking deal. They are. Mm-hmm. They have proven time and time again that they are the real deal. Now, Veer Mahan, no, he they ran big knees for him on Raw for like fucking what 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 was it? Eight months? Seven Something months? like that. He, he kept, uh, yeah. And when Veer Mahan finally came, he didn't he didn't hardly speak. he gr- he grunted, probably like Vince McMahon did because he was overly excited. but um, <laughs> <laughs> nobody else was. <laughs> but, you know, it's just. Why would you downgrade the creeds by having them feud with Indusher? What is What does this accomplish? Yeah. You know, I mean, Sangha is NXT's version of Saturn Singh over on AEW, and nobody wants to see Saturn Singh, period. Nobody wants to see, you know, Indashare. You know, nobody wants to see the creeds get buried by being in the ring with Indashare. Mm-hmm. And if if the creeds beat in the share, then in this share shouldn't be in this fucking company. Because how many times have they had chances? How long have they been with the company and accomplished nothing? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I'm I'm just what where's the value in these in these people? I, I don't I don't understand. Then we get a video uh, recapping Isla Dawn's debut. If you don't recall, um, Isla Dawn was from NXT UK. And I do do remember her, though, because Isla Dawn is very striking. I think we can add her to Team Yummy. Yep. Yay! It's unanimous, folks. (laughs) Joy! Going to join to the world. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> what is going on
0: right now?
2: I have no idea. Anyhow,
1: I'm I'm having too much fun. But um, Von Wagner versus Malik play. Awesome. You know what? You know. Okay. I'm
0: saying. I don't think Von Wagner should really try and improve at all. He's still the same.
1: Yeah, I I don't get it with Von Wagner. No. I didn't get I didn't get it back then. I don't get it now. Yeah. It's just nah, I I don't. And Malik Blade and off A, I got I gotta be honest with you, I see more in them than I do in Von Wagner. in yeah. Von Wagner, but how are they going to be used in on the main roster without getting lost in the shuffle? Because if we're being honest, there are so many tag teams already that haven't been used properly. And you know, those two guys is would only in and enough would only be added to the shuffle. So I don't I don't know um and then of course i already um i already went over I did the main
0: event
1: yeah i already did the main event because like i said my computer wanted me to move on from as quickly as possible um, i am
0: i'm gonna keep mine simple short and simple high points first match main event low point everything else
1: very good and and I'll i'll trade you one because I ran long on NXT because I had extra questions and computer problems, I'm going to be extra fast on my AEW portion of the review. And I give my highs and lows. So, uh. All right. So,
0: moving let's, on. Let's get into AEW. So, high point right off the bat Brian uh, Danielson and Dax Harwood of course the opening segment with Adam Page and John Moxley and that, bo- and that brawl.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh low point right right off we have Samoa Joe and Air Fox because I don't know what they've done to Samoa Joe, but Air Fox, if you notice, during this match, he would jump ch- he would jump off the top rope
1: and Samoa Joe would just move to the side. Well, well, Samoa Joe has a history of doing that. Like, if you go on, if you go on YouTube, there's a whole compilation of him doing just that. Yeah, but me, me, they are look bad. Well, but that was the whole point of the of the thing. Like, Samo- like I said, Samo- oh, okay. Samoa Joe just does that.
0: See, so, yeah, I guess that must have been like ROH I don't remember. And I don't like I don't remember uh, Impact Wrestling too much.
1: Oh well, he, well he did it in Impact too. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Like well, if I can if I can find it, which I'm sure I can, I'll send you the entire compilation. All right, but uh, yeah, uh, this was a little point. Another one I
0: had it was uh, Ricky Starks and Ari devari Because why? I I <laughs> I, I, I you know. Uh... And uh, Willow Ninety and Anna J A S Anna J fuck this J A S bullshit. Okay. And uh, the, and uh, the only other high point I had was the elite and the death
1: triangle. Yeah, well, you pretty much nailed um every every single thing I had except for one. I would I would add a high point to um hardwood versus Danielson. I, um, I did that. That one. That was oh, my high oh, point. Yeah. Oh, di- oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Um, and and um, you know, for the Death Triangle versus the Elite, yes, it was it was a high point, um, for the show, um, but um, you know, we knew how it was going to turn out. I mean, we mm-hmm. we just knew. Um, so I think the foregone conclusion kind of took the magic out of it for me. Yep. Um, but, um, you know, that's because when professional wrestling does a best of seven series, it's going to go to seven matches. I mean, when, when have they ever had a best of seven series that doesn't go to, to seven matches in professional wrestling? You know, it's like I mentioned last week. This is not like the World Series or the, you know, or hockey. This is this is professional wrestling. They draw it out as long as they can, and and with the Lucha Brothers, I'm cool with that. But with the Young Bucks, it's like, mm, you know, it's just it's it's the same match time and time again. Now, am I going to have fun with it? Yeah. But do I want to see it seven consecutive weeks? No. I'm already (laughs) tired of it. Yep. Just put the titles on the line. But, but yeah, the titles shouldn't have been online in the first place because you already had the match at the pay-per-view. Yep. If you didn't want to back yourself into this situation, don't have this situation with a fucking hammer. Or don't book the elite to come back in a, in a title
0: match. So, I mean, this show just keeps getting, like, just keeps getting terrible week after week. I mean, I just don't know what to
1: say oh, anymore. okay. Okay. Hold, hold, on, hold on one, one second. I'm, not to cut you off, but um, can I add one more low point? Yep. Please, I have I have to. It,
0: okay. it
1: would be it would be negligent of me not to mention this. Okay. Um, the Jade Cargill and the baddies. Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> Shit. That was bad. Oh my
1: god! Just stop. No, no, folks. A, a few weeks ago, running on a month now. I went on a rant both on our show and on Wrestling POV which my esteemed co-host is a, is a, is a part of. I love those guys over there. Shout out to Tony and Clay and everybody over there. Um but but I I went on on the same Jake Cargill rant and I'll give a condensed version for our new viewers or listeners. Um, I have a significant problem with Jade Cargill because a few weeks ago prior to her match with Marina Shafir on Dynamite, which sucked. um the the Aew Twitter page had been uh advertising it, and from the first, Um, advertisement that they posted, the match had been largely panned, and as a result, they just kept advertising it, kept advertising it, kept advertising it, and Jake Cargill got into a back and forth with a particular podcast host, um, and um, you know called all of her critics, you know, you know basement dwellers, this and the other thing. And I, I actually said, and I still believe this, fuck Jake Cargill for that because a lot of what she um, was bashing this guy for could apply to us, but we are not basement-dwelling losers. The reason why a lot of that applies to us is because we we have disabilities and we do have to live at home with our parent with parents. With, um, people that help us out um but for legitimate reasons we're still we're still leading very fulfilling lives and doing awesome things and i just felt like that was a low blow and then she she goes after people that don't work out well i do work out you stupid bitch you you know and she she did she just went went off on all these fucking tangents with the fans and i just i felt like that was just very telling on who like who she was and then she and then she goes back and says, well, I'm playing a character. I don't think so. I don't think that was you playing a, playing a character. Yeah. I think that was you picking a high profile guy in the community to take your frustrations out on and you know you're, you're gonna have to be prepared to take some criticism so that's why I don't like Jake Cargill. Um, so, but speaking of th- just this segment, um, so Jade Cargill comes out with her a quote unquote, celebration with her baddies. I don't know what we're celebrating because this is the most useless title celebration I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, she's forty two and know, for what reason I don't know because wow. she, um, she hasn't beaten. Uh, really, anybody of any significant note, she hasn't beaten um, any of the top three women on that roster. Whether it be, um, you know, Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm, Britt Daker, Athena. Well, she I think she beat Athena once. Okay. But you know, but the the three um, women that I mentioned beforehand, she didn't beat. You know, it's just like what the hell? And then and then she goes off on her baddies and how she fired Kira Hogan and you know blah blah blah. And then and then Bow Wow Lil Bow Wow from 2002's like Mike. What fucking what fucking decade are we living in? What? (laughs) No, what what year is it? You know, that was that was one of my favorite movies when I was like thirteen or fourteen. You know what what you know? What the fuck? (laughs) Why do why do you have to have
0: said Ben like that?
1: You know, first of all, I suffer a very traumatic loss because I'm a Power Rangers fan, and unfortunately, we lost Jason David Frank very recently under very tragic circumstances. May he rest in peace. In all seriousness, I'm not making fun of that whatsoever. Um, but it's just you know, but we're doing, we're still doing this little Bow Wow Jay Cargill thing. Are you kidding me? Know, right, seriously. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. If you, Leo, I, I, I asked this of you in all seriousness. Okay. And, and I'm going to try not to laugh as I ask you this question. I'm already failing. Okay. Do you think there is one single person in, in both of our respective countries? But by, by the way, on Spotify, Canada is the number one country that listens to our shows. A so shout out to your home country. Thank you uh, um, for listening. But it's just, do you think there's one single person in our combined countries that gives a fuck about Jade Cargill and Bow Wow's feud continuing on AEW television, not Twitter, not Twitter, folks. AEW television. Nope. And they're doing it on Rampage. Oh my God! And Dynamite.
0: What are we? Are we gonna get a a match at Final
1: Battle? Like, well, if they, I'll tell you what. If, if we do, if we do, Elio, I'm not purchasing it. I'm not watching it. Right. We are not. We are not reviewing it. No. Nope. I'm, I'm not doing this. no nope. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to watch P P U with
0: the J Kyung and Bow Wow.
1: It's, it's not happening. You know, I'll, I'll go back and watch like Mike again and listen to his rap song about basketball. There is one more hype. Wait,
0: sorry, did you have any more to add? No. All right, there was one more high point, but it's kind of stupid, uh, and I, I'll, I'll tell you why. The MGF promo was good, oh. but but you have William Regal turning on turning on John Moxley, helping MGF win the championship. MGF introduces William Regal. He unveils the championship, the the new championship, and then he turns on Regal. So what?
1: what? Well, well, I think, and and I I didn't I didn't mention that as a high point or a low point because I wanted to. Address that separately because that was one of the major things that happened on the show. So I was going to address that separately yeah. because yeah. there was a lot of there was a lot of news around that. Yeah. and and I agree with you. It was partially stupid, um, but I think the reason why that was done is because um, William Regal may very well be on his way out of AEW. I know. Uh-huh. I,
0: I think it was weird to like have him turn on the Blackpool pool combat club only for MJF to turn on him. Like even if he is leaving, it, yeah. it just doesn't make sense.
1: But then again, it does make sense for MJF's character. It may not make sense for William Regal in yeah. AEW, but it does make sense. No, for I get MJ. it. I get that.
0: Yeah.
1: Because. MJF is the ultimate asshole who will step on anybody to get to the t- to the top.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. I just think that like, it was like really stupid, like, to have him turn on the Blackpool Combat Club and then MJF turns on him and now uh, he's on his way out. It was just weird booking. Which, by the way, I read a um, uh, a headline earlier, like yesterday morning, actually, that says AEW talent. Que- is question is trying to question Tony Khan's booking?
1: Where do you remember where you read that?
0: Yes, unfortunately, it's RingSide News. Uh, and uh, uh
1: well, well, okay, well then I'm I'm not gonna take much credence by that because yeah. I don't know, I don't know how much I trust that source. You know, I, yeah,
0: you know, I, I just like. Some of their headlines are really terribly written.
1: Yeah, and and ladies and gentlemen, we're not trying to bash anybody. Let me give you a little bit of background on myself, in case in case you didn't know. I'm I'm coming at this from a strictly professional um, aspect. I'm not doing this to bash, just to bash to get clicks. Okay, I used to work um, in a newsroom as a, as an intern for four years, um, in the sports department. And my, uh, one of my major responsibilities, um, was writing backup scripts for the shows. And, and, and one of the major parts of that was writing stories, obviously, and, and headlines. And, um, you know, one of the things was, you know, don't be clickbaity, Um, which I know goes against everything in professional wrestling, so-called journalism, Uh, but it's just um, certain, certain wrestling websites just violate every one of those. And let's be honest, they don't really write stories. They say, according to such and such a report, such and such is going on. So it's not really original reporting, Unless, unless you consider Dave Meltzer an original reporter, which I'm not, I'm not bashing Dave Meltzer. I just don't, I just don't know if he is or if he's not. I don't know, um, but um, I certainly don't. I I don't know if I trust uh Ringside News or not.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: like that's why
0: whenever I see a uh, news item. I wait for the other guys to like post something in the group chat and then, and then I compare to what I find.
1: Or, Or, you know, you know, one of the, one of the rules that I, that I am, that I use on this podcast is I make sure it's true before I say something.
0: Yeah, you that's know, what that's what we
1: do. We, I uh... make I make sure that either WWE verifies it or AEW verifies it or something because because you know for me it has nothing to do with with looking with looking stupid according to anybody else. For me, and I don't know about you, Elio, but for, for me, my name is on this thing as well as yours. Mm -hmm. and my name means more to me than anything um because well for very personal reasons um you know and obviously my friendship with you and i respect you so much um you know but i would i would never i would never sully our name by saying something you know irresponsible when when you know, we could be made to look like morons, and I think that th- that has been the case so many times in in wrestling journalism. Yeah, uh, you know, and um, all you have to do is is look at the you know CM Punk situation, uh, the Sasha Banks Naomi situation, or even even the Sasha Banks situation from like years back when Dave Meltzer reported that she was crying on the floor. <laughs> you know. Like she she wasn't crying on the fucking floor. Like um, like are you kidding me? Get like get a grip. Right. But you know, with that being said, um let's move on to the SmackDown radio. Yeah, and uh, actually before
0: you start on SmackDown, there was one dark match, Shinsuke Nakamura defeating to Gulak.
1: I I see I'm I don't understand the purpose. Of main roster talent having dark matches. Neither <laughs> I uh, Unless it's for main event, which once again I don't understand the purpose of main event.
0: Think uh, no. I think the purpose of main event is to highlight the NXT uh, talent to like to take a look
1: at them uh, for future call ups. But, but but but. Once again, I'm I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sound like a smartass. I promise you, ladies and gentlemen. But is isn't that what NXT itself is built
0: for? Yeah,
1: so I'm not
0: I am not really understanding the purpose of main event. Maybe a main event is like the next step. I'll. But to being called to the main roster? I don't
1: know. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right,
1: go, go on. I, I don't know. Let's but, get
0: um, it back down.
1: But uh, all the, right off the bat, it starts off with a high point. Um, yeah, definitely. The the segment with the bloodline. Yep. Um, you know, and uh, it starts with... Um, You know, Sami Zayn wanting to give credit to uh, the Usos for their victory in uh, war games. And and Jimmy Uso is like, no, 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 I told you backstage, we're not going to do that, my my dog, my dog, my dog. My
2: dog, my dog.
1: You know, um... You know you're the reason why we won, and, and so on and so forth, and and then Jay backs him up, and they do the the stereo handshakes. Nah, and... not, not, not bad. You, you see how you UFC are
0: doing their handshake? Solo standing there with this look like fuck you guys,
1: <laughs> fuck are you guys are doing? <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, I love Solo Sakala. I just But it's, so it. me, it's like, it, like what can you guys do with there. Look <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's the youngest of them all, so he should be the, the goof. But like he's the most serious one. Yeah. It's like what the hell? And and for some reason I just get the biggest kick out of that. I don't know why, but I just do. Um but um but so this segment was great. And um it led to uh Seamus versus Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. which which the match itself, don't get me wrong, the match itself was awesome, you know. You put Seamus and Sami Zayn in the ring, as Seamus put it, and I hate to put an ass woman whoop- whooping on a fellow ginger. I was <laughs> <I'm laughs> like, what? <laughs> I mean, I, like hemply I, I I, that got uh,
0: that past uh, television.
1: I I love that line. I have a I have a fondness for redheads. Um, you know, actually, um, you know, one of my favorite people in the world is a redhead. My brother. So, um, I would never put an ass weapon on a ginger for that very reason. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so the, the actual match was awesome. But well, the story, the storyline of the match was the fact that. Uh, Jay Uso was finally voluntarily hel- helping uh, Sami Zayn because he admitted that Sami finally earned his respect by showing his allegiance in war games. So that was awesome. Um, because there was some buffoonery and bullshittery going on behind the referee's back that granted Sami Zayn a victory. So that was awesome. Uh, and then... um before we get into anything else, um, let's say we end this segment with a with a high point and come back after our commercial. And we are back. I needed to catch my breath after watching that Sami Zayn and uh, Sheamus match, or at least talking about it. I might go back and watch it again after we get off the air. That was really good. Um. Speaking of uh, high points, let me give you um, the other one for uh, well, another one for the evening. Um, Kofi Kingston versus Gunther, and the other one I had was the banger. I I'm starting to really hate that word. It, it's just like I hear it all the time now, and I'm, I'm really starting to hate it. Um, Ricochet versus Santos Escobar. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm, so,
0: I'm, so, I'm so, sorry for you on the Kofi Kingston Match, it wasn't bad. I just really hated the, I really hated everything uh, right after Braun Strowman came
1: out. Well, you know, Braun Strowman brings the mood down in everything. Yeah. Okay. And um, since we're catching up new viewers on, every, uh, on everything, I might as well catch them up on this. I have a long-standing feud with Braun Strowman because uh, he's an idiot. (laughs) Uh, um, As he has proven many, many times on social media. Um, And he insulted um, uh, independent wrestlers in the middle of a pandemic. And I um, associated with an independent professional wrestling company, uh, many of whom... Are my friends, and you're going to insult them, and then you're going to insult them further just recently by um, insulting flippy floppy wrestlers who have accomplished more in their careers than you ever will, you big overgrown (laughs) piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) You see, Braun, just your appearance made Ben angry. (laughs) No, so I, you know. Go go in the back and try to you know try to con- convince the the costume department to let you let you wear something else than those fucking disgusting jeans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and one positive thing that Jeff Jarrett has contributed to AEW it is indeed that shot that he took at you. When he was talking about your disgusting pants, you fucking <laughs> asshole! <laughs> Damn. No, but I, I just, I cannot. You know, he, he may Adam Shear may, may very well be, um, a very nice guy in, in real life, ladies and gentlemen. And as a matter of fact, um, you know, it, judging from his his Instagram and stuff like that. He's into a lot of the same things that I'm into. Um, you know, so if we if we sat down outside of the wrestling sphere and hung out, we would probably get along. Um, but you know, but just based off of so many incidences of, of things he said and and stuff that applies to so many people that I know, so many friends of mine. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like how, like how does someone like you get away with saying that? You know, when you've accomplished nothing in comparison to these people, like it's it just blows my goddamn mind. Just because. Someone didn't take the exact same path or doesn't have the ties that you have? You insinuate that they don't have the gifts that you have? Are you kidding me? They have better gifts than you do, you idiot. They have natural talent. <laughs> I, I'd rather watch Ricochet in a match than you any day of the fucking week. I'm so glad he won the tournament and you didn't, you, it, you know... I, I was I was nervous, ladies and gentlemen, that they were going to give the title that they were going to give the World Cup to Braun Stroman and had right, but... of all people run away from him. I mean, Jesus, Christ had walk and run away from Braun Stroman. Are you? I, I still can't get over that decision. I know Triple H has got to explain some shit to me on that one. <laughs> um but you know, the the main event was awesome. Oh, and the and, main um, event was great
0: you know I enjoyed that main
1: event. But but let's let's talk about some low points here here folks. Outside of Braun Strowman even though I could go on and rant about Braun Strowman, that would last another hour. <laughs> um <laughs> Emma versus Sheena Baszler. Um mm. I'm not sure what the point of that was um, i i'm I'm at a loss with that one um, and ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we are being subjected to another and I apologize for this. I apologize to all my fellow wrestling fans. We are being subjected to yet another Lacey Evans run oh, on the main roster. A complete uh, reworked uh,
0: gimmick now. Like, what are they doing?
1: But, Elio, Father, somebody needs to explain to me, let me pray to the wrestling gods above Um. How is this gimmick different than anything that she was running before? And let, <laughs> uh, let me and let me let me frame that that question like this: Um, she had the military gimmick before. Yep. She. Uh, she First, she had the sassy Southern Belle, which was disastrous. But you could argue that that was military-based because that was based off of war propaganda back in the day. All right. Uh, then she had the, um, you know, the the fi- the failed face run, yep. you know, mm-hmm. where she, uh, that just was a fucking disaster. Then she came back as a heel on SmackDown, demanding everybody's respect because of her military record um which I already did because that's that's real life shit that's not just storyline shit mm-hmm. um and now they run video packages of her in boot camp even though she hasn't been in the military um for quite a long time now, so it's just I'm struggling. Yep, I'm very much I'm 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 very much struggling as to why uh, Lacey Evans is still employed um, by the WWE. And let me um, before you give your thoughts on Lacey Evans, um, Elio. Let me just say. I am not one to sugarcoat or, you know, pull any pull any punches on this show, as Elio can attest to, or as you've heard earlier on in this show, vis-a-vis Braun Strowman or any number of other topics. Um, but I, I do um, have a lot of respect for the, the woman behind the Lacey Evans character. Um, I do. Um, but but this shit isn't isn't working, no. and um, and I'm I'm struggling as to what is going to make the fans care about Lacey Evans, and it gets to the point where we're trying and trying and trying, and at this point, it's unf- it's almost unfair to 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 the character and to the woman herself. Because you know, she—I mean, she's been with the company for so long now. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's not working. Because she was in NXT before this. Yep. I mean, you know, so the fact that her and Dana Brooke still have jobs is 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 just—it's a fucking miracle of 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 epic proportions. I don't get it, and, and um, you know, so that's pretty much all I got for SmackDown. What did What did you have?
0: No, I pretty much have the same thing. So um, I have Sheamus and Sheamus and um, yeah, Sheamus and Sami Zayn. Um, uh, again, Rick Shane sent to uh got there and kofi to right up to that certain point and uh yeah shana baser and uh, mf for no points
1: um and, oh and then what so what do you think of this lacey evans thing uh, yeah i don't get it i mean
0: the the army uh character that they just had her in upon her return uh, was terrible and now they're like um repackaging her and pretty much similar character so uh, i'm I'm not sure how this is going to be any different
1: yeah i agree i absolutely agree um so
0: anyway all right so that's all we have for uh, smacking yep all right so before we get because i have a couple of questions for you but before we get into that you can find the PNC progression wrestling podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Breaker, and Google Podcasts as well as Stitcher Radio. And you can also that's with myself and Ben. And you can also find Wrestling POV on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and Tune In Radio. That's every Saturday. Very well. And now and that is hosted by Tony Diaz, Clay Cummings, and myself, as well as our occasional guest, and Pierce.
1: The original. The original Pierce.
0: You
1: know. Yes, indeed. And Adam, Adam Pierce and I will eventually cross paths. God damn it! Because I'll say, but I'll, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dressing up as a mailman for fuck. For fuck's sake. and and. and, 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 and Yet you, people still ask me, why are you so happy that Vince is gone? They dressed a fellow Pierce who spells his name just like I do. And by the way, for those of you that don't know, P-A-R-C-E, which is how we both spell our name, is not the most common way of spelling it. That would be P-I-E-R-C-E. Um, But the fact that he sent my brethren out there in a fucking mailman costume is fucking ridiculous and and for that alone i could have sent Vince off into the sunset so uh, that's it
0: all right now um i have four questions for you actually um because uh, i didn't ask you these the ones that we did last night so i'm going to put those ones to you as well okay cool so the first one i have for you is is the bloodline better with or without sammy
1: uso with okay And, and to piggyback off of that um i'm not sure with all the success that they're having, I understand why why them turning on Sammy is logical. But I'm not sure it's the best move considering how popular it is. All right. Like it, it. I mean, it would be perfectly logical for them to turn on him, and then for for Sammy and Kevin to to um you know join up and beat the Usos for the tag titles. That's where that's where everybody knew that this was eventually gonna go. We just didn't know how exactly we were gonna get to a certain point because we thought um because we thought that Sami Zayn was gonna do something to inadvertently cost the bloodline at war games. That's so how we thought that this was gonna manifest itself. Obviously it went the other way. Um but you know, is that the best move now? And and even if the answer is no, and they continue with the bloodline, how how long can the bloodline go? It, especially with Roman Reigns holding two titles, because eventually that, that that has to stop.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. And uh, next question. Yeah.
0: And this is not coming from Rustin Pew. This is coming from Ric Flair. Okay oh god should tony khan have an aew hall of fame start mm-hmm. out in aew hall of fame
1: hell no <laughs> uh, no, uh, no and, and i say and i say that with, with with all kindness and respect to aew because they've only been around for you know three 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 and a half years you have to you you have to build history. You have to build a library. You have to build a legacy. You you know WWE and all those other companies that have Hall of Fames and all those other establishments. You know WWE's been around for you know sixty some years in some form or the other, going all the way back to the WWWF. um, and even further than that, Capital Wrestling. What exactly? Um, even, I mean, w- way further back than I've even been alive, and but it's just um, and even Impact Wrestling, which has been a- around for twenty plus years, um, yeah, but AEW isn't even isn't even close to that in terms of just building a legacy with the fans.
0: But like, what is Rick Flair doing? Like some of the stuff he comes up with, like just, uh
1: I uh, yeah, I don't know. Look, I mean, I there's I have a lot of respect for Rick Flair and what he has given the business, and I I always will. There's a reason Ric Flair is who he is to the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, where where I start to get a bit ups, upset, or at least to raise eyebrows yeah. with him, it, um, is with some of the stuff that he says, which genuinely, without without being mean or anything, it genuinely seems off the wall and odd. Yep. Um. And furthermore, um, I wa- i really don't want to see him wrestling anymore. Nope. Um, I didn't. I didn't want to see it um, when he had his last match. A, bu- a bunch of my friends went to it actually. Oh, okay. Uh, they enjoyed it. I um. Which I did not. I, well, I wouldn't have, which is why I didn't purchase it. You know, I think I think the man has done more to tarnish his legacy. I think he should have. I mean, the reason why he joined TNA or what was TNA at the time was because he needed money because of divorces. He said so himself. I'm I'm not just making that up to be an asshole. He said that himself. Um, and I think since WrestleMania 24 and his awesome match with Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair has done a lot professionally and personally to tarnish his legacy. And it's, it's sad because I genuinely respect Ric Flair, um, for what he's brought to the to the business and i i don't know if a lot of the personal stuff is true because it's also conceivable that people could come after him and make shit up because because of who he is i'm not blind to that either i'm an innocent until proven guilty kind of guy he hasn't been convicted of anything
2: um
1: so on and so forth um but but in terms of some of the stuff that he says on his podcast it's just like come on bro yeah. it's it, i mean it's, get, it's getting to the point of being like vince russo level yep and, and it, it, it's it's really it's really sad and uh next
0: question this one is actually uh, for this week's show coming up yeah is Solo Sikoa the next Umaga?
1: I don't know if he's the next Umaga because um, he's not nearly as big as as. Um,
0: Nobody has the characteristics like. So she went at the war games when he did that that uh, war cry.
1: Um yeah, um I think he has the potential to be better um, than him. Okay. Quite frankly, right. I. I I, you know, no disrespect to Umaga because he was awesome, um, but um, I wouldn't pigeonhole Solo as being the next anything. I I want to see what Solo can do with his career because I'm excited. Okay, so for for now, I'm gonna say no, strictly out of respect for his potential.
0: All right, and the matchup for this week. We're gonna, where it's a little bit different. It's gonna be me versus Clay. Oh, god, and we're gonna have a champion, world champion versus world champion. We're gonna have MJF versus Roman Reigns.
2: Oh, you're killing me! <laughs> you're, you're, you're absolute. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> There has been a murder on the podcast this evening. Oh my God! Ah,
1: Jesus, um, I can't breathe. I'm I'm having heart palpitations. I think I'm slipping away. I'm, I'm seeing a light. <laughs> all right <laughs> oh, you see their drama <laughs> no um uh well I think I think uh real realistically you have to go with Roman reigns
0: yeah I mean i, I mean it' be it would be a good match for that who knows so what what fans uh might uh what fans would say
1: so it but, should be
0: it should be interesting to get uh, see what they yeah. say
1: yeah I would because. Both of them like are in that's uh that's the poster I did up earlier today. Yeah. Well I mean both of them are at the top of their game right now, so mm-hmm. um but but I would have to say Roman Reigns because he's been on top for forever, quite frankly. But okay. especially since he turned heel, so you okay.
0: know.
1: By the way, uh, my
0: record is a on one and four. I'm like <laughs> me it doesn't really matter i don't i don't care these, these are just fun yeah like these matches like putting these matches together so i don't care if i'm like a one and four or one and five whatever it's just fun yeah. to do these very cool but um so that brings us to our final segment wrestling roulette i've revamped it now ben yes sir this is gonna be a shorter list because i'm slowly you know, putting them all back together in the playlist so for now we only have we don't have as many as we had before
1: okay How? how uh, uh, okay so how many uh clips do you want to play
0: oh no, I'm, I'm i just mean like before like we had i had like over 200 like themes in the playlist i'm just being, oh, like okay. yeah so it's time for russian Roulette. the way this works i play 21 clips uh, 10 seconds, and uh, Michael has to guess, uh, which was that uh, theme belongs to Ben. Are you ready?
1: I don't know, man. I got to try to redeem myself from the past couple of weeks. This, as you alluded to, this used to be my favorite segment. I don't know, but let's give it a shot. Let's give it hell. Let's, it's a good Saturday night. Let's go. All right, here we go. A repeat customer on the on the podcast, quite frankly, uh, is that am I smooth again? No, it is not.
0: Remember, I'm starting this over, so I'm starting from the bottom. I'm putting okay. putting this, starting with WBE and uh, working Very way good. back.
1: Yeah. So who was it? So that is the
0: body donors.
1: Oh God. Yeah, I would have ne- I would have never gotten that. All right, talk two
0: wait that when i do that that's uh the the um hall of fame thing
2: yeah <laughs> billy
1: chuck and rico billy... whoa, whoa,
2: whoa
1: one of the worst segments i've ever seen in my life you know i
0: wonder if they were actually called the runway because i don't have the and chugger in here i have the runway so i wonder if that was like originally their team name uh, I'm well m-
1: maybe i don't know
0: all right so so one and two that's track two because i didn't count the other one then that was john cena's uh a theme or from from some event for WrestleMania, I guess. All right, here we go. Track three.
1: Um, Is that Psycho Sid?
0: No, it is not. That is Mordecai
1: oh god
0: how's that was a terrible character oh i remember the vignettes they ran for it
1: i do i, I do too
0: i'm so glad they repackaged him as Kevin thorn
1: yeah i i because i i don't know what they were going for no
0: i think they were going for like um like uh like the no, a white angel to battle the undertaker or something i don't know I, I I think that's what I, that's, I think that was the original plans, I could be wrong. Yeah. All right, track four. No clue. Okay, much like you're the original Pierce, that's the original Reigns. That's Luther Reigns
1: yeah i would have never gotten that do you remember him yes i actually do when he was um like kurt angle's assistant and uh he he went by
0: another name as well before that he he went by the name horseshoe
1: i don't remember that one
0: yeah that was uh before uh he he they changed it to luther reigns all right track five
1: I'm not doing well here, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> that is uh, Rick the Model Martell.
1: Oh, okay.
0: All right, track five, okay. Track six, here we go.
1: Goddamn, you're stumping me, I don't know. That is mad
0: mountain rock. You remember that guy?
1: No, oh, I, okay. have, not, I okay. have no idea who that is.
0: Oh yeah, wait. Yeah. Now you used to watch, You started watching wrestling. You started WCW, right? Yeah. Do you remember a wrestler named Max Payne? Yeah. Okay, that's that's Man Mountain Rock.
1: Oh Jesus. Yeah, I, I don't remember that gimmick at all. I mean, I rem- i remember Max, but not no Max.
0: Uh, did this was when uh, he joined the WWF. They changed his name to Man Mountain Rock.
1: Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh my God! That was track
0: right. six, six, right?
1: Yeah.
0: All right, track seven coming up.
1: This is gonna be an all-time low score on this yeah. wrestling roulette. I now remember, know. now remember, this is only we're starting from scratch.
0: We're starting from scratch with this list, so I have to add more this week.
1: Okay, well, I I don't know. I have no idea.
0: Wait, that is Saturn, Perry Saturn.
1: Okay, yeah, well, I would have never gotten that anyway. It surprises me because I. Oops, sorry, go on which surprises me because i love fairy tales
0: all right here we go track nine gold dust gold dust yes okay so you're up to two all right track nine coming up Oh no, we're not doing that that's the WB Super Source theme Current Angle. Current angle. Alright, you're up to three. Yes, sir. So that's track nine. Alright, track ten.
1: No idea. Do
0: you remember Sylvester Turkay? Yeah. From oh EC- okay, that yeah, that's his
1: thing. Oh
0: boy. I don't remember anything from that ECW.
1: Yeah, that ECW <laughs> sucked. All right, back eleven. Here we go. Jesus is that the Mexico, <laughs> is the Mexico. That, I, that is the most racist <laughs> <laughs> I mean Jesus you know as I've stated folks I am not the most politically correct individual but that is the most blatantly racist mm. theme I've ever heard
0: <laughs> are you racist That was track 10, right? I think that was track 11. 11, okay. All right, 11. Okay, so track 12, coming up. Here we go.
1: LOD. LOD. I don't even remember this one. Apparently,
0: this was in 1998. Their 1998 theme. All right. You go. all right, track 13.
1: Uh, Bart Gun.
0: No, it is not. That is Jeff Jarrett. I don't care. <laughs> Here we go, track 14.
1: I didn't really catch most of that, but I don't know. Oh,
0: okay, let me play it again.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Stone Cold Steve Austin. Which, what the fuck, which version? This is the Alliance leader
1: oh my god that was the worst sound quality i've ever heard on one of these songs okay that is track 15 right i think so yeah okay track 16 coming up i have not a clue
0: that is papa shango
1: i'm sorry godfather i'm sorry <laughs> all right, 17. are you ready
0: you think you can tell us what to do
1: you think you could tell us what to wear uh dx
0: dx you're up to six all right check uh, Yeah, yeah this is, uh, yeah, you track 18 coming up. Probably one of the worst themes.
1: Um, I, uh, I have not a clue.
0: That is fucking Aki Bono.
1: I don't even know who that is
0: remember he yeah, had that uh, sumo
1: match with Big Show at Wrestlemania. Oh, oh my God, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Big Show in a diaper, thank you for that visual. Here we go, track 19.
2: I got the ball and it
0: blew. No, when I didn't do that, that's for the Donald Trump vs. McMahon feud. The Tonka. The Tonka. That's his heel theme. All right, that's on track eighteen, right? Track nineteen, I believe. Yeah. All right, track twenty. Here we go.
1: How am I supposed to get anything from Yeah, that. you know what? That's uh,
0: that's the Rocks theme with that long intro. Oh, okay. So, I'll give you another one here. Was that Big Viz? No, it is not. That is a Main Street Posse
1: oh god
0: okay here we go track 21 last one and then we're gonna okay. uh, then we'll close off for of the week oh you know we can do it in five it's five minutes left here we go
1: sounds like coco beware but i know it's not
0: no that is meal Masquerades.
1: Oh, gee. Uh, from Lucha Underground. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that.
0: All right. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to add more this week because uh, I started with the Uncaged uh, compilation because they were the first playlists I came, that popped up when I typed in WWE. But after that, I'm going to add more like from the other albums that they have. Cool. Alright, so I say bring the
1: show to a close. Good stuff, man.
0: Alright, so that's it. Another edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. We will be back. We will be back next week. For my co host, I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben say Goodnight to the fans.
1: Thank you for your patience with my rants. I hope you enjoyed it and night.